Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology from 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPRN discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. Elron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to my show, Into the Night with Sean Kelly. This is my Sunday edition. Uh, we'll be on for an hour. Um, my show is on UPRN Talk Radio, 105.3 New Orleans, 107.7 Mississippi. And Cindy Simpson, hello, hello, good to see you. John, good to see you in here. Johnny Freeman, awesome job on, on, your, on, on your podcast there, Johnny. And before I go on... My friend Johnny and my friend Johnny Johnny Freeman and um, Virginia Langston and a couple others, they have um, a, a podcast. What they do is um, seeing through the veil, and it's an awesome show. Um, they do readings and stuff like that. So I want to give a shout out to Johnny Freeman and uh, Virginia Langston. So, um, oh, you're welcome, Johnny. Good job, brother. Good job on that. So, how's everybody this week? Okay, it's been a very stressful last three days for me, you know. And as you can see on the bottom, going across the scroll line, is the mystical creatures of Christmas. Okay, well, I really hardly did any research, and I'm thinking, well, because I was just too damn busy to do some research. So, Today, like at work, I'm thinking, what in the hell can I talk about? What can I talk about on my show for this hour? Um, hi, Amanda. Good to see you. Hey, good to see you, Brandon. Hello. Um, so I'm thinking, like, what, what can I talk about? And the name hit me really fast, really fast, really hard. Hi, Virginia. Good to see you. There, there's uh, Johnny Freeman's partner there on uh, Seeing Through the Veil. Very, very, very good psychics. I'm telling you, man, they do very good readings. So um, if you can, after my show or during the show, uh, go on Facebook and just type in Seeing Through the Veil and, you know, like them, like their page, you know. God, I mean, they're, they're good people. Everybody a part of that Seeing Through the Veil um, are good. You know, they're good people. Very good. Very friendly. Very nice. 
Um, but like today at work, like I was saying, like, what the hell can I talk about tonight? You know, and uh, hey, Sebastian, good to see you, pal. Good evening to you, too. And I'm thinking, like, what the hell can I talk about tonight? I have nothing to talk. And the name just came right out. Was, uh, Krampus. Okay, Krampus. I'm thinking, oh, hell, this would be easy to look up. You know, I, I, I got maybe a, about an hour, hour and a half research. You're welcome, Virginia. You're welcome, Johnny. And um, so, you know, I'm sitting down, you know, having dinner with my mom. And I told her, I said, you know what, Mom? I think I am going to do a show on Krampus tonight. And my mom loves reading the, the newspaper, okay? And she says, hold on. I got something to show you here. On the back page of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette today, Sunday's paper, there's a big article on St. Nicholas and a little little smidgen about Krampus, okay? And um, it, I read it, and then before I got on my shelf, I, I started to look, and it, it's, you know, Krampus is a creepy person, man. But what I want to do is talk about St. Nicholas and who he was and then jump into Krampus and what they were. Um, so uh, bear with me. I will be honest with you. I am going to read from the Post-Gazette here. If anybody in Pittsburgh or if you want to go online and you want to look up this article, it is on page D6 on the Sunday newspaper of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Okay. All right, so bear with me while I do some reading here. Oh, way, way centuries. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. But you'll, as I go on, I, I saw some uh, um, stuff where they wanted to ban it, you know, because what it does to the mind of children. But on a crisp December 6, 116 years ago, Johnny should know about this, two or 300 miners choose to forego a day's wages at the Dar Mine here in Westmoreland County to attend a divine liturgy in honor of the Feast of St. Nicholas. Immigrants from all across Europe whose devotion to a saint known for caring for the poor, poor were, spared, were spared certain death that day when 239 of their fellow miners perished in an explosion while they were in church. The explosion killed everyone in the mine. Craziness, huh? Craziness. And see, to me, um, I, I guess you had to be a solid Christian or a solid Catholic to go to church to celebrate him. Um, and and no, everything happens for a reason. There's no such thing as coincidence as I believe. But isn't that crazy? They went, I think, uh, I do believe St. Nicholas Day is December 6th, okay? And, um, wow, it, it just, like, kind of blew me mind. I saw this huge article in the newspaper, and I'm thinking, yeah, that's cool. And it, it was just, like, light bulbs just went out. It was like, okay, for some reason, Krampus came up in my head, and then all of a sudden it said, you know, then my mom showed me the picture or the article of St. Nicholas. So, but it, it, it was, it, it's just amazing, especially at the Dar Mine. And I'll be honest with you, um, I, I investigated there twice. 
Oh, you're welcome, Brandon. Or Amanda. Yes, the German Xmas double, Christmas double. Yes, ma'am. Yes, he was. Um, so, and the Dar mine is really, really haunted. Hey, Tony, good to see you. Tony's going to be my guest uh, Tuesday night. Good. Can't wait to hear your story, buddy. Um, but the Dar mine is very, very haunted. There's a lot of lost souls. There's a lot of souls that are are, are still there, and it's like really, really creepy. Yeah, I know it's you, Amanda. That's why I said hello, Amanda. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to Anthony's uh, uh, show for Anthony coming on as a guest. And Darmine was like. You know, I read up on the explosion and stuff like that, and it, it, it was pretty, pretty uh, devastating there. But, you know, the, the guys who did not want to go to church, uh, work and forego a day's wages to go to this church to celebrate St. Nicholas, okay, um, God bless them. You know, sorry for the people that they work for, but you know what? They were like, you, we're going to church. And that was, that kind of like blew my mind, okay? Um, the little history, and according to the paper here, uh, St. Nicholas was born in 270 AD to wealthy parents who died when he was very young. Nicholas used his inheritance to attend to the needy, the sick, and the suffering. Um, explained by De uh, David Zubik, uh, Bishop of the Catholic Diocesans of Pittsburgh, he devoted his life to serving God. As the story goes, Nicholas helped a poor father and his three daughters who did not have enough money for their marriage diary, dowries. Um, so, I mean, why... Answer me this question if anybody has the answer for me. Why did women need a dowry in order to get married? I don't I don't understand that situation. Um, I don't know if anybody watched the movie The Quiet Man uh, with John Wayne. He went over to Ireland. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Al. I wish I could pronounce uh, your your name there, but um, I'll think about, I'll try to do it before the show's. But you know what? Think about it, right? The, they fought over a dowry. Like the woman had to pay John Wayne in order to get married, Maureen O'Hara. And if you want to watch a good movie, Honest to Pete, I'm telling you right now, watch The Quiet Man. It's great all year round. You don't have to watch it on St. Patrick's Day, but you seriously need to check it out. But I, I still don't know. It, it's just amazing that women had to pay men in order to get married. Isn't that crazy? God, it's, it's, oh my God, it's crazy. Think about it. Can you imagine doing that today in this world, right? <laughs> Seriously, can you imagine a woman paying a man to get married? That is crazy. Uh, John says, a uh, woman didn't work, so they were a financial burden. Father wanted to get rid of. Oh, I see. Thank you for that, John. But, uh, yeah, so St. Nicholas helped this poor farmer out with his three daughters. Um, if, if they did not 
pay their dowries, then they would have been sold into slavery. Uh, when Nicholas heard of their plight, he came by their home late one night and threw bags of gold coins into their window to help the daughters. The gold landed in their shoes, drying by the fireplace, leading to the tradition of children leaving shoes out for St. Nicholas to fill. Isn't that cool? Isn't that sweet? Oh, my God. Uh, maybe I'm going to do that myself here. Uh, I'm going to throw some. <laughs> Cindy Simpson goes, no way I'm paying for marriage. Happy times have changed. <laughs> that's true, Cindy. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so true. But uh, no, I think, hey, you know what? Everybody, put your shoes out, you know, by the door tonight. Well, no, it got to be December 6th because that's St. Nicholas Day. And, and see if you get some gold coins in your shoes. John says, when I leave shoes out, mice nest in them. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, something about that, John. It was like in the summertime when I left my shoes out on the porch. No lie, man. I had like like a couple spiders in my shoe. It was really, really creepy, man. Totally. Oh, I would, that freaked me out, man. So from that time on, I never put my shoes on the porch. But somehow I got to find a place to where the door is, you know, so I can put my shoes and hopefully some gold can come in there. That would be sweet. Huh. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, I got a couple other things. Okay. Now, everybody thinks that St. Nicholas is Santa Claus. He's not. Okay. But St. Nicholas is not Santa Claus in modern culture. St. Nicholas and Santa Claus are often intertwined and treated as the same person. But it's important to understand that they are very different figures whose history is a bit of ancient religious drama. For the longest time, St. Nicholas... St. Nicholas Day was the major holiday, especially in German-speaking countries, to give children presents. Christmas at that time would only be celebrated in church, he said. It wasn't until the Reformation and Martin Luther, not Martin Luther King, but Martin Luther, that Christmas began to acquire the gifting element. Luther, who, who, who as a Protestant was not a huge fan of the Catholic Church's reverence for saints, tried to diminish or undermine the popularity of St. Nicholas Day by introducing the Kris Kringle. Isn't this crazy? Uh, Christ child who would bring the presents on Christmas Day. So the Protestants created this is a big, big name. I'm not going to spell uh, they called him the Christmas man. They used the imagery of St. Nicholas, a man in a reddish brown winter coat, except the coat is redder, furrier, and turns into something that looks closer to what you find on a Coca-Cola truck or in, in the 21st, 20th century. Some people still give uh, children gifts on St. Nicholas Day, Mr. Brand said, but Luther was successful. 
the main family holiday in Germany that revolves around gift-giving is now Christmas. Isn't that crazy how one person, okay, one person had to go out and like kind of change the whole situations through a monkey wrench and the way things were? You know, it, it's crazy. It's ridiculous, right? But, you know, I, I, I guess things happen for a reason because, I mean, over uh, with Austria, right, um, St. Nicholas, they celebrate. That's their Christmas, December 6th. And um, I, I, I just, all the bullshit that goes on out in the world today was back in them days, too, a long time ago. Are, are people so hard up just to be, you know, just to throw shit in, in the fan and just screw everybody's way of life? I agree. They do, you know, back then and then now. Um, but I personally, me, I never did celebrate St. Nicholas Day. Um, I'm Irish, and there's a lot of good, uh, like, Christmas uh, mythical creatures, like, in Ireland. But you know what? Um, no. No. It, it's just this, the, the whole world back then till now is all screwed up. And you know what? There's nothing we can do about it. Nothing. So if you if you celebrate St. Nicholas Day, great, man, you know, go for it. If that's what you're used to, then do it. Just do it. And if you, you know, get your presents on Christmas Day, that's even better. Now, see, what was crazy about it when I read that, you know, I always thought it was about Catholic, the Catholic Church, the Christians that wanted to, um, you know, make Christmas Day, you know, the day of giving presents and stuff like that. Um, but when I read this, I'm like, what the hell? And I said, okay. So December 25th, Christmas Day, people receive gifts. Now, my question to you, everybody out there, um, do you like receiving gifts or do you like to give gifts? I will tell you mine. I'd rather give a gift to a person who really needs something. As of me not receiving a gift, that's okay. You know, think about it. For me, this is all about me, nobody else. But when, when I see a person smile, when I see a person, you know, get that oil change or that, new tire on their car that I can be able to help them with and, and they're smiling and, and they're thankful to me that's what Christmas is all about it really is to see other people happy now a lot of the psychologists will tell me well you have a lot of depression and and you you gotta you know you, you don't want nothing happy for yourself you don't want nothing good for yourself and I'm like I don't care, you know, because it's who I am. It's who I am, you know, and and I'm okay with that, you know. When when I give my son his presents, he don't even like to receive presents, and he's like 33 years old now, but he don't like getting them, but I do give it to him, 
you know, just little things. And, you know, Virginia enjoys giving. That's cool. I'm glad to hear that. Present, I mean, it's just, I, I don't know. But to make other people happy, to make other people smile, that's the Christmas for me. When I see people who are happy and not expecting, you know, a present all the time that they see them. If I got to bake them some cookies, I'll bake them some cookies, whatever it does. Johnny Freeman says I give every day. doesn't have to be December 25th. John Ventry says, I don't do gifts. I send kids a check and don't care if I get a present. There you go. Now, let me ask you this, everybody. Is it our age now? Is it our age that we don't care if we get something or not? Is it, I believe it is. You know, I, I believe it's the age. Like, okay, I got everything. I really don't need anything. All I want from from you guys is just to be happy. <laughs> you know, just to be happy. That's the biggest Christmas thing for me. But um, I do want to tell you a little, a quick, true story um, about Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. John Adventure says, all I need is a hard day. I'll pay a dollar. <laughs> That's funny, John. I have one person in mind that, you know, that might take you up on that. Uh, Virginia says it's about kids and the less fortunate. Yes, it is. But you have to be careful with the less fortunate people, too. Do you, you know, you give them something, do they pawn it to buy them drugs or whatever? I don't know. You can take them out to dinner. You can buy them a dinner. You can buy them food. You know what I mean? But, you know, just got to be a little bit careful. But even the children, I mean, what, what do they do? They Does, does everybody remember opening up the uh, Sears catalog? Your parents would give you, say, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> I remember that. And they would we would circle what we wanted. But we didn't know if we were going to get it or not. You know, Cindy Simpson says, I gave the gift of a reading from Virginia and Johnny and Missy to my daughter, Tiffany, for Christmas this year. Sweet, Cindy. That's great. That's great. I'm glad. God bless you, Cindy. I have good friends. I really, really do. Hey, Amanda, good to see you. Uh, um, Amanda says, what I want is my family to talk to me is what I want for Christmas. I hope it happens, Amanda. I really do. Um, what I want, what I would like for I really do. I'll pray for you, Amanda. Amanda, and, and, and uh, yeah, because we got two Amandas in here, but the one is under Brandon. Um, but, you know, for me, for Christmas, I just want to see everybody who listens to my show to be happy. That's my Christmas present to you guys, you know. That and, and you know, every now and then, if you want to throw a little extra prayer, you know, for me, that would be pretty cool. I'd be okay with that because I'll be I'm honest with you. I will def I always pray for everybody in here and I always keep them in my mind. Um, and I'm sure, honestly, that, um, to tell you that I do think about you guys all the time 
who come into the show, who, into the chat room. I do think about you. But my schedule is so crazy right now due to the holidays um, and being in the meat department. Um, it, it's just, I, I just don't have time. Uh, Cindy Simpson says, you have good friends, Sean, because you are such a loving person. Praying for a man that, God, man, thank you for the kind words, Cindy. Thank you. That that, that was sweet. I, I just got uh, goosebumps on that one. But it is coming up on 8.30, and you know what that means. We're going to take a little two-minute break here, or not, a minute and 30 break, so people can go get something to drink, and some people can go and do whatever they need to do. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> but, um, you know, we're going to go to the break, and I will be right back in one minute and 30 Forbidden history, grisly ghosts, monstrous cryptids, and harrowing folklore dominate Japan's history and culture. Mysterious Japan is a bi-weekly podcast presenting these spine-chilling horror stories, urban legends, and unbelievable histories in a campfire story format. Many of these tales have never been presented in English before. Our journey takes place where dark history and supernatural folklore collide. Mysterious Japan is produced, written, and translated by recognized Japan expert Dr. Heath Havey. Season 1 relates the unbelievable legends and ghost stories from the so-called suicide forest. Listen to Mysterious Japan for free on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Learn more at our website at themysteriousjapan.com and be transported by unbelievable stories where the lines between reality and folklore become blurred in the shadowlands of Japan. Once again, that's themysteriousjapan.com. Okay, where are we at with them? There Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPR and discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order. Oh, hold on. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology from 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Welcome back. I hope everybody had to do what they had to do. I hope everybody got something to drink and all that good stuff, you know, for that little minute and a half. Um, 
I I didn't say it, but but good mind, great minds think alike, Virginia. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I'll let you. I'll let if Virginia wants to. I'll let her tell the story. But back, I just a little recap. Um, we were talking about Saint Nicholas and Saint Nicholas Day and Christmas. Um. I also want to tell you that I'm going to throw in that I am on UPRN Talk Radio 105.3 New Orleans and 107.7 Mississippi. Um, this is my Tuesday night show. I'm, at, I'm sorry, Sunday night from 8 to 9. And on Tuesday night, um, I'm from 8 to 9. Um, so my two-hour show that I used to have on, on, on Tuesdays, we broke it up for an hour Sunday and an hour on Tuesday, and it's really, really working. Um, But back to St. Nicholas, a pretty interesting man. But here's the good part, okay? We're going to talk about Krampus now, okay? And and it's really um, interesting what I picked up. I, I, I did as much as I can, okay? You know, but I am going to definitely do my cards getting close to the end of the show. But I forgot to throw in there that St. Nicholas, all right, is the patron saint of sailors, merchants, archers, thieves, children, brewers, pawnbrokers, and students. I thought, you know, it just... And when I meant sailors, because someone told me that St. Nicholas was like the patron saint of pirates. And um, so as I looked that up, he is. But Krampus. Uh, okay, Krampus. He assists, he, he assists uh, St. Nicholas on the night of December 6th. Okay. And St. Nick goes to the children who are good and he gives them oranges he gives them chocolates he gives them walnuts he gives them uh candies okay now the bad kids that's where krampus comes in okay and what krampus does to the bad kids is that he takes a birch rod and he spanks their butt okay or their shoulders whatever Okay, uh, Krampus is considered, and you know, and some myths or folklore, whatever you want to call it, is you know the um, evil twin brother of Saint Nicholas. You know, um, so and um, Krampus itself, on the other hand, you know, Krampus is actually, he has his own day, which is December 5th. I really tried to deep into some research about that, but I really did not um, coming. I, I did not really pick up a lot because I was kind of pushing to get some good content here for you guys. Uh, Krampus comes from the Bavarian meaning, the Bavar- Bavarian meaning, uh, dead, rotten, or in German, meaning claw, okay? They look like half goats and half demons, okay? And there's a lot of places up 
in the Netherlands, up up in in Austria, Aust- not Australia, Austria, uh, over there in Europe, where they today they do celebrate St. Krampus days. All right, where um, oh, John has a big thing. Okay, hold on. Okay, hold on a second. I like John because he's very smart. John says the Icelandic answer to Santa is sure to put a chill in people's bones. Griva, I read about her, but like I said, I had a rough day, you know, last three days, so I really didn't get enough. But Griva, also referred to as the Christmas witch, has a colorful and gory history. Krampus sour seasonal antics may have gotten their own movie, but something Gryla would do equally well as a horror villain. She's been known about since roughly the 13th century when tales of her exploits spread VIA word of mouth. The name Gryla translate as growler, making her even scarier. Smithsonian quotes of a hysteric passage. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And yes, I, I saw all these names, by the way, and I'm I'm very grateful, dude. I'm, I'm really grateful that you're looking at. Um, he, John comes back and said, then there's the Yule Labs. The, this bizarre band of brothers existed in their own right to begin with. Gradually, however, they were incorporated into Gryla's legend to form a clan of child catchers and festive buzz, buzz killers. Gunnell thinks of them as looking like the aged Hell's Angels without bikes. That's true. Oh, wow. Thank you, John, very much for that. You know, like I said, you know, and um, I do apologize that I just couldn't come up and and do a little bit more research on them. But uh, elves, I hear elves are mystical creatures. Uh, you know, Mrs. Santa Claus is a mystical creature. It, it just goes on. I really wish, you know, that I could have put a little bit more effort into the research for tonight. Um, but you know what? It's just the start of December. So maybe down the road, I'll, I'll just continue. What I'd like to do is get the author of this article in this uh, in the Post-Gazette today. And... Um, I and see if you'd like to come on to the show. Um, now, in 1932, I mean, this Krampus situation was pretty crazy over there, right? Um, in Bavaria, uh, in 1932, uh, there was there was an election in Austria. The Krampus tradition was prohibited by the Dolphus regime. Engelbert Dolphus was a Austrian fatherland front politician who served as a chancellor of Austria between 1932-34. He's the one that kind of like stopped the tradition of Krampus, which I think was, uh, thank you, Cindy. Thank you, thank you, Amanda. Johnny, what did you do in Monroeville today, buddy? Oh, you Santa Claus in? Um, but in um, but again, like we talked about earlier, how that Martin Luther decided to throw a monkey wrench into the Christmas bit, 
You know, you got some dude, some politician, you know, Engelbert doofus, um, you know, wanted to take away the Krampus uh, tradition. And, um, oh, you was there. Okay, cool. Um, in 1950, the Austrian government distributed distributed um, pamphlets titled Krampus is an Evil Man. Krampus might damage the minds of children. And Krampus carries change to symbolize the binding of the devil by the Christian church. Isn't that freaking crazy? And to, to be bound by the devil. And all it is, is folklore. You know, it's stories. These are all stories that come down from generation to generation to generation. You know, um, when I was growing up, I never heard of Krampus. In fact, the only time I really actually heard of Krampus was um, like five, six years ago when I actually started doing this show. You know, um, so and all in all about the whole Krampus situation. Okay. Oh, oh, Eastern European. Okay, John puts up Eastern Europe's Krampus goat demon would eat bad children. Fra Percha would slice bad children open and replace their organs with stone. Is that freaking crazy, John? Oh my God! Listen to this, everybody. East York's Krampus goat demon would eat bad children. Fra Perchta would slice bad children open and replace their organs with stones. People were sick and crazy. And, and this is what was brought to home. <sighs> Craziness, man. Just crazy. But all in all, okay, if you're a good person, you know, it, it, you're going to get a gift. You're going to get something. I don't think you're going to get smacked on the ass with a freaking birch rod. Okay. Um, Black Peter, uh, John says, Black Peter would go with St. Nick and carry naughty children away. He was black from chimney suit, but St. Nick wasn't. Ah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Virginia says they had a funny way to get the kids to behave. Yeah, that's a really creepy way. Um, Cindy Simpson says, I thought the Krampus movie was scary. I never saw it. You know, I just watched what I see on YouTube about them Krampus looking dudes that go through the street and make asses out of themselves. They're some pretty creepy, you know, some pretty creepy YouTubes. And John Ventry says ghost stories at Christmas were once popular. And I'm sure they're still popular, you know. Um, trust me, I have a lot of ghost stories around Christmas. But before I close, I just want to tell you that this is the month of December, okay. And I'm going to throw in a lot of Christmas stuff. Um, the This coming up on the 5th, um, I'm going to have Tony Sabellis. He noted the little dude, the, my friend that comes in here all the time. Uh, from the Texas Wraith Hunters. Uh, Johnny Freeman says, I try to bring the magic into Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. 
and John says, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer encounters a Yeti that wants to eat him. Um, but Johnny, you want to try to bring the magic into Christmas? You know, um, great. That's awesome to do that, you know. I guess if you're just like, you got some good ones. 100 kids, holy crap, that's a lot. Um, uh, my mom isn't a werewolf there, John. He isn't. She isn't. But uh, Christmas is coming up. This is the month of December, and we are definitely going to do talk about some more Christmas stuff, some Christmas floors. I know I did a show last Christmas on uh, the the meanings of behind the Christmas carols that we hear today. Uh, there's some pretty interesting ones. Um, so just sit back, relax. I hope you got all your Christmas shopping done, everybody. You know, and then start baking cookies, breads, whatever you're going to do. And December 6th, put your shoes on. Okay, put your shoes on December 6th. And hopefully you'll get some gold in your shoes. But, um, so this was an interesting show tonight. Um, like I said, you know, it, it was, I don't want to say it was a miracle. It, it was like the gods shining upon me saying, okay, here's this article about St. Nicholas. Okay, but uh, so I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Um, now it's that time to draw my cards. Okay, please, everybody, please. You know, if you want to write down these, write down these animal cards. I know, um, and, and, and check them out. You know, three cards that I pull. The first card I pull is the past. Um, the second card I pull is what's happening to you, why this animal is with you. You have a lot of shoes, Cindy. <laughs> Put them all out. All right, Johnny Freeman, take care. Have a good one. Um, good job on your interview. That was very good. I was I, I was impressed. You did great. Um, okay, so here comes the cards. Thank you, Al. I'm going to call you Al, okay, if you're okay with that. Uh, Al says, thank you so much for your service of love. That, that really touches my heart. Thank you very much on that, Al. So the first card I pull is your past card, and that's the frog. Okay, this is a frog. I'll write that down, too, because I never had that card before. That's your past card. The card that you're getting right now for what's happening to you with right now is the whale. And, I, and the whale's interesting. Um, something to do with being the librarian of everything. I don't know. Um, and then the future is the bat. Okay. So those are the three cards that I drew for you. You know, and what you do. You wrote them down. You just go and Google them, and um, and and just go see, you know, what what they kind of mean, you know. Um, thank you for letting me call you out. I appreciate that. Um, if there's anybody out there listening right now who wants to be a guest on my show, feel free to. Um... <laughs> oh my gosh, Al's a Al's a librarian by education. That's pretty cool. But if there's anybody out there that wants to be on my show, please send me a message. 
and tell me and we can talk about what you want to talk about you don't have to be shy you know i got good people in this room here and uh and, and i got a lot of listeners all over the place yeah i know cindy simpson says uh all the different cards this show this show yeah seriously never had them before i don't know i just got chills about it um so wow it was just a great show tonight um i, I know what what sometimes uh, it, it just you know sometimes i'm a very procrastinator okay and sometimes i don't do what i'm supposed to do for the show um and I, and and i truly you know i apologize for that but um so when they put me on new medication i found out the other day that i have the disease it's called graves g-r-a-v-e-s graves disease uh thank you sean for another great show have a good night you too see you later virginia take care um you know good people good people um but don't forget seeing through the veil i'm telling you they're, they're good yeah i got graves disease and what it does it has something to do with the thyroid um and and, and it makes me feel kind of drowned not that makes me get tired all the time so it's something i thanks Hal. appreciate it but uh i hope everybody enjoyed the show i got about oh about five six more minutes is there anybody out there that would like to talk about anything right now uh gary says hello sean my friend going to sleep loaded on turkey just had family thanksgiving oh wow did you i'm i know what you mean my friend I know to me, Gary, I, I didn't eat too much turkey because I see it all the time. Uh, Van Gear, Oh, wow. Thank you, Sean. Excellent show tonight. Thank you, Van, Van Gear. Uh, thank you, Al. Christopher James. Hey, Sean, I would love to know what three animal cards are meant for me. Okay, I'm going to draw them right now for you. These, these are for Chris. Thank you, Cindy. I appreciate it. All right, Christopher, I'm going to draw these for Christopher James. These are for Christopher James. So, I'm going to call him, okay? Oh, Al, the future one was uh, the pat, yeah, the, the bat, B-A-T, bat. That was your future. Um, okay, these are for Christopher. All right, Christopher, write these down, buddy, okay? You got the, the first one, your past was a horse. Yeah, that's right, Al, the bat. Your second card, which is a now, is the squirrel. And the, the one in your future is the raccoon. Those are for you, Chris. Um, I, I, I hope they have some meaning towards you. Cool. That's great. So... What's coming up uh, starting this Tuesday coming up, I'm going to have my friend Tony Sabalas from the Rafe uh, Hunters Paranormal Group um, from Texas. He just got back from Louisiana down there in New Orleans, and he's going to talk about his investigations 
that he had down there. Um, next Tuesday, not this Tuesday, but the 12th, I'm going to have my friend back on, Philip Saracusa. Now, I know we started late, and he was talking about how haunted his house was and stuff like that. Well, he just told me today that, you know, he talked about the ghost, uh, the thing he, you know, brought up from the Ouija board um, by the ghost by the name of Sarah. But he just told me that he's going to share his, you know, how Sarah came to be. Um, and hopefully we won't have no problems when Phil comes back on. Um, I will have a show Christmas Eve night. Okay, I definitely will have a show Christmas Eve night because, you know, for the people out there that don't have no family, we can have a little hour celebration, one hour celebration here. Or maybe I can get, you know, some more people from the network to come and be on the show to uh, spread Christmas cheer, you know. Um, people who, if you see a person who's really hurting, who's really depressed, um, and then go and sit with them, go talk with them, um, you know, buy them a cup of coffee and just let them talk. And if they don't want to talk, just be there for them because people are going to need people during this December time. Um, so it's kind of crazy, right? So you're going through the holidays, November and December, and then you get to the dull months, January and February, where you really don't want to go out because there's a lot of snow, a lot of rain, a lot of bad weather. You know what I mean? So, you know, this is a time when people need each other. Okay. And I really, really hope people will stick together um, and, and help people out. And remember, children, please go to your go to your parents and give them a hug and tell them that you love them. Okay. And Parents, definitely, please, go to your children, give them a hug, and tell them that you love them, okay? Because we need those three words, I love you, because those, I love you, go a long, long way. They really do. I know when people are sincere and they tell me that, that I love you, it really makes me feel good inside. It really does. And if you don't have no parents or if you don't have no children, Grab a good friend. Grab a friend, okay? And like uh, Cindy says, a Christmas Eve show will be great. Yes, it will. Yes, it will be great. You know? Yes, it will. Because you know why? Because I'll be spending it with my friends here. You know? And, um, you know, just, you know, people who don't have no family or children, just go find somebody, give them a hug, and uh, be nice, and tell them that you love them, okay, life isn't bad, okay, life isn't bad, but what we're living in today, in this world, we have no choice but to do whatever happens, you know, whatever is thrown in our faces, and I tell you what, people, Americans, and you know, people all over the countries like Russia, Australia, Ireland, England, Wales, uh, Germany, all over. We're strong people. 
So we're not gonna, we're not gonna freaking, you know, let all this crap that's happening affect us. I see how strong we are. Cindy Simpson says, I tell my parents and my children daily that I love them. That is sweet. That's sweet. I tell my son every time I send him a text message. Uh, real quick about that story. Um, I remember one time um, I was talking, he was in high school, like 16 years old. And um, we were talking on the phone and I hung up on him. Well, we, were, we said goodbye and I hung up on him. Not 30 seconds later, he gave me a call. And he said, Dad, I said, what? He said, you forgot to tell me that you love me. He said that, quote, unquote, you forgot to tell me that you love me at 16 years old. So it, it was precious. It really, really was precious. But on that note, I want to wish everybody a happy night. Um, I'm glad people stepped in and and you know catch the show people worldwide whoever's listening to my show i truly appreciate you coming in and, and listen uh remember i got tony sabellos uh tuesday night 8 8 10 to 9 10 or i'm gonna i, I don't know yet it's gonna be between 8 and 8 10 but it's only an hour show and i'm really looking forward to hearing about his experiences down in new orleans i want to thank carnation for sponsoring uh the show um into the night thank you carnation for sponsoring us um and on that note good night everybody sweet dreams happy hunting and all that good stuff have a good night see you next next week okay oh ooh, 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 ooh. somebody moved my outro okay i don't know what happened to it i must have took it out but that's okay yeah they took it out all righty everybody good night have a good night and i will talk to you tuesday <laughs>